millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. From Cedarburg Public Library Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter a Day Kids Edition. My name is Casey, and I'm the teen librarian at the Cedarburg Public Library. We have teamed up with CPL Radio to read to you a new middle school book, one chapter at a time. Tune in each day to listen to a chapter, or you can catch up by listening to past recordings. This month's selection is called Betty Before X by Ilyasa Shabazz. It's about a young girl named Betty who was raised by her aunt in Georgia until she is six. Then she joins her mother and stepfamily in 1940s Detroit, where she learns the hard truths about the civil rights movement. Later on in life, she marries Malcolm X, the influential African-American Muslim minister and civil rights activist. I love this story because it is all about keeping your faith during tough times and leaning on your friends and community for love and support. After each chapter, CPL Radio will play a few Motown and doo-wop songs, the music that Betty and her friends Suzetta and Phyllis listen to in the book. To listen to the latest chapter, visit our website or go to the CPL podcast page on Spotify.
Six. I can't sleep. Juanita and I have been back in bed for a while now. She is snoring, and for once, Shirley is on her side of the bed. I close my eyes, try not, try to stop my mind from wandering, but it is skipping from memory to memory. Summer days with my Aunt Fanny Mae, country rain showers and magnolia flowers, my grandma Matilda and her pecan trees, lynched bodies dangling in the country breeze, Detroit, Ollie Mae, Mrs. Malloy, Bethel A.M.E. Church, Pastor Peck, Pastor Dames, Susanna and Phyllis, Toy Town, Shoe Inserts, The Housewives League, Ebony Magazine, Billy Eckstein, Straight Hair, Brown Skin. I roll over, trying to find a more comfortable position so I can sleep sound, but instead, more thoughts, more questions, more memories. I think back to two years ago, 1943. Detroit was having some kind of war, but Ollie May and Arthur wouldn't talk about it to us. At church one week, the deacons were praying to the Lord for peace, and Mrs. Duncan and a few other ladies cried through the entire service. Every prayer prayed that Sunday was asking the Lord to end the world's war overseas and to stop the race riot against Negroes right here in America and to bring innocent family members back home from jail alive. I remember that at the end of the service, the congregation took up a collection for Mrs. Duncan. Her son Roger had been killed during the riots, and she needed help paying for his funeral. I didn't go to the funeral, but I know that Mrs. Duncan hadn't looked the same since she buried her son. She smiles sometimes, but not like she used to. She still shouts out, Thank you, Jesus, every now and then, but it doesn't sound the same. Sounds like a person who is saying thank you to be polite, but not because they are really grateful. Not long after that, I found Arthur's newspaper on the table in the kitchen. It was full of pictures showing Detroit on fire, Detroit in a rage. Our car was turned on its side, flames rising to the sky like the burning bush we learned about in Sunday school. There was a photograph of a colored man being attacked by a white mob in the middle of the street. There were so many of them, but the colored man was all by himself, had no one to protect him. Looked like the two police officers were escorting him to get through the mob, but it was hard to tell who the policemen were actually helping. Other pages of the newspaper had photographs of burning buildings, boarded up stores, and desolate streets. At the top of the page, The headline was printed in real big letters. I read it slow. Sounded out each word. Race riots kill more than 20. Injure 700. Why are all the grown-ups fighting? I asked. I didn't even mean to say it out loud. Ali May must have heard me because she appeared out of nowhere and snatched the newspaper right out of my hands. You have enough years ahead of you to know pain, Betty Dean. She tore the newspaper into pieces, threw it away. It was the first time I ever saw tears in Ollie Mae's eyes. She didn't let any of them fall, but I saw them gathering. I heard the way she took a deep breath, then released it, then took one more. I saw her keep her back to me, wipe her face, then turn around and keep on going like nothing was bothering her at all. And all I could think about for days after was, 
Where do uncried tears go? I remember wanting to take the torn pieces of newspaper out of the garbage, put all of the letters back together to make the words again. People died. Didn't seem right to bury their stories in the trash. Ollie May couldn't really keep me from knowing what was going on. Not with Arthur listening to the radio every morning before he left for work. He'd sit right in front of the radio with his coffee and listen to the news. The radio was made of dark brown wood, square with three knobs at the bottom. One knob to change the station, one to adjust the sound, and the other to turn it on or off. I lie in bed thinking about those days when the streets smelled like smoke and ash, when the stores were... When the stores where we just bought candy were closed and all boarded up, Ali May just kept living like people weren't dying outside our door. I remember one Sunday, Mrs. Malloy stood at the podium at the end of service. She led the congregation in prayer, asking the Lord to comfort all the families who had lost loved ones in the protests and riots. She pleaded with everyone to come together and to volunteer to clean up the neighborhoods and help restore the Negro businesses that had been destroyed. She said we must not allow fear to keep us at home. She said that we need the support of one another. The ushers began passing out volunteer sheets. Ollie May and Arthur didn't sign up, so that meant I couldn't either. But I wanted to. I really wanted to. 7. Christmas is here, and instead of a snow-covered ground, the streets are one big ice skating rink. Freezing rain fell all last night, so now icicles are hanging off of tree branches like crystals, and all the houses on the block look like they are made of glass. The best part of today is watching Shirley, Jimmy, and Juanita play with the tea set. They are taking turns pouring pretend tea into the tiny plastic cups. Shirley is fussing at Jimmy and Juanita for drinking too fast. It's hot. You have to sip it, she says. Ali May got me a Singer sewing machine. It is just what I wanted. This way, I can practice sewing at home and not just at school. Mrs. Collins says I'm a fast learner, that she wants to help me to help some of the other girls in class. I've been sewing all afternoon, practicing making pockets and, ha- and handkerchiefs, so I can work on getting the stitching perfectly straight. I can't wait to tell Mrs. Collins that now I'll be even better at helping others in class. Ali May comes into the living room and starts cleaning up all the crumpled Christmas wrapping paper and empty boxes that were left behind from this morning's gift opening. She looks over my shoulder, watches me, sew for a bit. My, you are good, she says. I couldn't sew that well when I was your age. Really? How did you get so good at it then? I ask. Ali May is the best at making quilts. Whenever a woman at the church has a baby, she makes a quilt for them. Sometimes people pay her to do it. Practice, Ali May says. The more you work at it, the better you get. Mrs. Collins says sewing is masterful because it means you can make something out of nothing. Hmm, I never thought of it like that. Just something I had learned how to do, Ali May tells me. Growing up, everyone did it. Sewing was a way to save money. We were self-sufficient. Did people sew their own clothes so they wouldn't have to buy from white folk? Betty Dean, now you hush up all that talk. I told you that you are not joining the Housewives League. You are already too busy, and I wasn't asking to join. I was just asking, are you sassing me, child? No, ma'am. 
I'm just explaining that. Sure sounds like you're talking back, Ollie Mae says. I don't understand what I did wrong. What I said to get Molly, Ollie Mae so upset. I just keep sewing, trying to stop trying to explain myself, stop talking. The needle stomps along the fabric. It's steady thump, 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 the only sound in the room. Then Ollie Mae says, I get you a sewing machine and all you want to do is talk about Mrs. Collins and this, Mrs. Peck that, and Mrs. Malloy said this and that. Here I am cleaning up and you haven't even offered to help, like I haven't taught you good manners. Don't you see all this paper on the floor, Betty Dean? But I didn't make that mess. I already threw away my stop talking back, you hear? Sometimes I forget that Ollie May's questions aren't meant to be answered. Arthur calls out from the kitchen. You two stop all that fussing. It's Christmas. Can we just have some peace in this house? I keep sewing. Keep listening to the needle run and run. I think of running away. Running away from Ollie May. I keep on sewing. Keep on being masterful. I am almost finished with the handkerchief. I will get up and help Ollie May as soon as I'm done, even though the mess was made by Sonny, Henry, Shirley, and Jimmy. I don't understand why she's not fussing at any of them for not helping her clean. Why is she always picking on me? Ollie Mae comes over and orders me to stop sewing. Get up and help me now, Betty Dean, she says. I don't tell her that I was about to get up, that I really want to help her, that I want to do whatever it takes so she is not mad at me, that I will do anything to make her like me the way she likes my sisters. As I help her clean up the living room, Ali Mae tells me how ungrateful I am, that I am an ornery little girl, that I am like my daddy, bad to the core. I don't say anything, and even though there is no more sound from the running needle, I still hear it in my heart, and it hurts. I see myself running, running so fast, running away from her. Chapter a Day Kids Edition can be heard Monday through Friday at this time on CPL Radio. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.